0: Folks, what's going on? Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome back to another episode of the pod this week. I've been getting butt fucked at chess online. I've been getting my ass handed, handed to me, dude, by, by foreign people <laughs> in, in countries all around the world. I've been getting my ass handed to me by Indonesians and Irish people and fucking Bolivians. And uh, I was just telling Dilo about it. He asked me what my rating was. His rating is two hundred points higher than I'm me on the chess 650. app. You're at six fifty. You're you have you have double the rating that I have at chess. Do you actually take time when you play to uh, think I'm about bait, your I'm moves? A ten minute one. So do I. But you take time to consider your moves.
1: No, I hate like if someone takes too long, I start getting mad.
0: You go quickly, yeah. and you have that rating. I've been, I've been getting butt fucked at chess dude I was telling you before Anytime I play an Italian guy at chess I just I chat shit to him in Italian I just talk shit in the chat <laughs> I call him scostomate <laughs> my, my favorite thing to do Is ask a guy like Ma sei di Potenza Like you from fucking Are you, are you from Basilicata bro <laughs> I ask him <laughs> Just a really random question You know Se <laughs> Bassan. They always say no Obviously If I get one one day I'll say Ew gross <laughs> You know the odds that I ever get one are so low, but I should start asking, Are you from Sud Tirol? And if he says no, and I'll say, Forza, Yannick! Forza, Yannick, Sinner! Just, you know, he'll be like, Are you th- Are you from there? I'll say no. <laughs> I'm just trying to see, I'm just trying to congratulate people from Sud Tirol, you know, for the whatever, the accomplishments of, of one of your guys. Yannick Sinner won the Aussie Open, the first um, Italian to win a Grand Slam title in like 50 years. And um, it's a big deal. We debate. Is he so? Is he an Italian man or or not? It's 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 a matter of real contention. It's on his passport. He speaks it. I like him. Is he Italian? Does it matter? I'm. I can't get over the chess thing. How how is your rating? Six fifty. We just gotta wait for a sec from the intro uh, because Dilo and I wanted to play chess. He killed me. Killed me. You and I think know. and I and I think and I think you need new friends. What'd you say?
1: You got a win. And I'm
0: like... You got to talk into the mic. What? I got a win? You, you, yeah. got,
1: you got a win on me. And I'm like...
0: You beat me three games to one.
1: I'm ashamed of the win.
0: <laughs> Come on. I'm not that bad. I'm I'm reckless. A 350 rating. I'm reckless.
1: I'm just reckless. I'm, just really reckless. I'm fucking
0: reckless. Dude, I, I think you're autistic. I was telling you before. You were laughing more before when I said it. But I asked you, are you autistic? How do you have a 650 rating? How do you, you said you have friends that are in the thousands. So I think you need new friends. Maybe I think you need new friends, cause I think they're not gonna help get you laid. They're not gonna play wingman to you. If you have a friend who's got a twelve hundred chess rating, he's not helping you get laid, dude. He's gonna cover the spread for you, you know, on the weekend. If you ask him what is, you know, what his what his guts telling him. But come, like, there's more to life than just just Yo, being a fucking being a fucking Tate Stan playing chess. Is that what this is, dude? You like fucking mentally dominating people?
1: You know, when I play chess, is when I'm in exams and I need like a break. Like if I'm studying for exams and I take like a 15 minute break, I just turn to chess.
0: Anyway, so Dilo kicked my ass at chess, and uh, and uh, we got to talking about Yannick Sinner on the pod this week. Is he Austrian? Is he Italian? It's a source of much contention. Somehow we got into Mussolini and Hitler. And uh, it all kind of comes back to Yannick Sinner. And uh, I don't know. Dilo kind of likes Mussolini. Fuck you. Beat me at chess. We'll see who fucking... <laughs> see who fucking... See who's fucking voice is louder on the mic, asshole. Dilo starts talking about Mussolini. And he got me in trouble. He got me fucking talking about history and stuff. We got into it a little bit. 650. 650 to 350 rating difference between the two of us. I mean... You want to come sit in this chair? You want me to go behind the camera? You want to. You feel like I. Do I. 650 is not that you good. You want to fuck my girlfriend too? Six Jesus fi- Christ. 650 like, is not that good. I'm Sam Adamo and this is the Bordello.
1: Thanks. All right,
0: what's going on folks? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to the Bordello. Please subscribe if you're new. Toss a like on the video. I don't remind you guys to do that often enough. Please do that. I don't think it's actually going to help, to be clear. It, it Surely it won't do anything, right? The, the numbers are so low here. I mean, the, number, the the numbers we're talking are so small. I think it, it it's basically inconsequential. But I'm a person who puts videos on YouTube, and so I feel obliged to say.
1: Like and subscribe.
0: Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I was on some immigrant shit. I was on some immigrant shit on Saturday. Once a year with my girlfriend's family, I help in the killing of a pig. I I ate in the sacrificial. Slaughtering of a pig and the turning of said pig into Um It is the, I guess, fifth or sixth year, I think Sixth year that I have been around for the process Sixth year And it never ceases to amaze me every time we do it how much consideration goes into the whole process? I get told in January, in the new year, hey, heads up. I spoke to my nonna. We might be doing il mayala this year. Next week. She doesn't say this year. I don't know why. I. We're the implication is we're doing it every year. She doesn't say we're doing the we're doing the pig this year. We're doing it next week. It's implied. What she'll say, I guess, is, "Hey, it's that time of year. We're killing it. Maybe next week. Stand by." I'm like, "Okay, why don't we just set a date?" You know, does the pig want to have its ri- <laughs> does it want to have its last rights read to it? <laughs> you know, does the pig want to see another week? Does it does it know it's gonna die? Why not? Why not this weekend? We're thinking of doing it in the next week or two. Why? What? Why? Just pick a date. You know, (laughs) the pig, the pig is ready to die. When you say it's ready to die, you call the shots, you know, and I get told it's probably going to be this weekend. No problem. A few days go by. It's the day before I go, Hey, are we killing the pig tomorrow or what's going on? I need to know. I need to prepare myself. Do I put on my pig clothes? When I, when I went through my wardrobe with my girlfriend a few years ago, we got rid of all my old clothes and we would look at every every piece every piece of clothing I had and we would have to make a decision okay do we keep this or do we get rid of it can you wear this or can you not is this stylish or is this not can this go with anything that you have or not is this a work is this a good pair of work pants you know is this a good pair of going out pants whatever and then ultimately the bottom of the barrel was, this is good for the pig. This is a. I have a pig drawer. My girlfriend made me a pig drawer because I'm dating an immigrant. She goes, "This is the Mayal drawer. This is the pig drawer where you could pick anything from it once a year. They make the pig. They make the. They kill the pig. They make something the once a year. This is for winemaking, for tomato sauce making, for p- killing pigs, and and landscaping. It's it's that drawer. So I'm like, Pete. I got to go into the fucking drawer here. I got to take my outfit out tomorrow. I'm jonesing. What are we doing? She tells me, oh, we're not killing the pig tomorrow. It's too, it's too cold to kill the pig. It's too, you know how many times I've heard her say that we can't do it? It's too cold to kill the pig. And the communication channels are not direct. They're not between me and the farmer. There are a number of buffers between myself and the farmer. And I'm a guy who needs the information now. I don't like bullshit. I'm going to cut the bullshit guy. I'm going to go right to the source and talk to the farmer and say, let me level with you here. Why is it too cold to kill the pig? Will the blood coagulate? Give me a reason. Tell me how it works. How are you killing these cocksuckers? Is it so humane that you take him? you take him outside and... and I don't know. Do you take him outside and... and I don't know. Shoot him? You shoot him outside? Is it unsafe to do it in a barn? Is it too cold to go outside? Do you just not want to kill him because it's too cold and you're not up to it? <laughs> you, you know, it's too cold to kill the pig. Mean, throw him outside. He'll freeze to death. It's minus 17 degrees. He'll die overnight. <laughs> just, kidding. it's great. He'll be he'll be frozen. He'll be preserved. But alas, nope. Too cold to kill the pig. And I don't know what that really means and I think she doesn't know what it really means either except when I start asking her questions she eventually gets annoyed and says stop asking so many fucking questions you know but I think that's the thing that yields a question we can't kill the pig it's too cold to kill the pig I go what what how the fuck is it too cold to kill a pig I'll kill a man it'll be 30 degrees outside I'll kill a man any day we can't kill a pig because it's too cold out possible to kill a pig anytime she's like yeah it's what my grandmother told me all right well who's who told her who she speak to she spoke to her brother-in-law and who did he speak to he spoke to the farmer all right well can i speak to tzio doesn't matter what his name is i don't know why i'm always apprehensive about saying people's names but it's a fun exercise to improv and whatever different name can i speak to tzio janine and ask him you know, for the farmer's number, I got to get info here. And she's like, no, stop being freaked. Just show up when we tell you to and perform. Just show up and do your thing. We need we need your hands to turn a machine. And then I'm there and I get shit. I get shit for not doing it properly. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to go? Fucking just shit talking. Shit talking her uncle across the room um, to see who can, you know. Who can go the longest without breaking the casing. You ever make sausage?
1: I've seen mine. None to make it.
0: It's a little excessive. uh, To, I think, make sausage with the byproducts of a pig that you just killed. Because sopresat's the best thing that you could possibly make yourself. You know? Uh, Arguably. You could buy it, but it's never going to be as good as if you make it yourself. And it's kind of the thing that people do. People People of you know, people of, people with an Italian background here tend to make cured meat. They'll buy the stuff and they'll do it themselves. But at that point, if you're going through the whole process, you know, of butchering the pig, you know, removing the fat, grinding it up, seasoning it, just turn all of that meat into sopressat. Give it out like currency. I don't know, they, they keep certain cuts for other stuff that no one really cares about. You can go to a butcher and just get a little meat for that, and it's still homemade. I, I don't know. The operation semi-industrial. They could just, you know, take advantage of the fact that they have this whole setup and only do sopresada, but they, they they don't. They always they top, they top out at a certain number. They're like fucking footballs, dude. At one point, I made the biggest sopresada I've ever made in my life because I told, told her aunt, just, just keep going. Just keep going to drive her uncle crazy, and I, I think I drove a wedge in that. I mean, he he has high blood pressure. He drinks <laughs> wine during the day. It's not, it's not good. I he was he was he, he looked like he was gonna blow a gasket, like li- like literally, you know, the the vein the the what is it, you know? the coronary no the coronary arteries in the heart, just the large artery in the, in the neck. It's like it's like bursting, and he's calabres, so he squeals it's one of those, you know. I can't speak Calabres, but I can. I can. Uh, I can recognize it for sure. How's Catanzaro doing? Speaking of,
1: they tied Palermo sp- this weekend. They're in sixth or seventh.
0: Bro, still in the playoffs. Cosenza, Cosenza kind of fell off a little bit. We had a good start to the season, but we we beat Venezia last week. We're on a two-game heater here. We're just we're just dogging those fucking those northern scumbags, dude. We killed sud I think, by one goal. I think we we, we we hammered them. One goal to nil, I think, on the weekend. Or 2-1. I don't remember. one nothing. It was 1-0. Who scored? Yeah, right, right. Fra- Frabotta scored. Remember that guy who used to play for Juve? Gianluca Frabotta, yeah, that really good-looking kid? He does now. He's, <laughs> he was at Bari, which is bleak as is. And he wasn't playing for them very much, so they sent him to the only other southern team that would take it, which is Kozenza. And... By God, he'll he'll play. He'll play for us. He'll please he scored a goal on the weekend. It's awesome. But um Yeah, I, I don't think uh I don't think I'll ever see them play in City A. Every year that they're still in City B I have to pinch myself and say, What the fuck is going on? How do they keep surviving? Then, a lot of people don't probably know this. Some people that listen to the pod might be fans of... of Calcio, I assume a lot of you are right. Um, still a big contingent of who listens it, and if you if you pay attention to Serie B in the table, you will come across a lot of the same names a lot of the time. So you won't really remember. I think you know who's done what year in year out. But generally, I don't know if you follow the league a little bit, you might have noticed some trends. And the biggest trend. Th- th- the one thing you can guarantee right now in city of B as long as Cosenza are there that it's gonna be down to the wire and they're gonna just narrowly save their asses, just narrowly save their asses to stay in the league and maintain the same level of of money flow coming in for next year. It's just survival, survival existence. that's the whole that's the whole goal. So they beat Venezia last week, which would have been really cool a year ago. But now I, you know, I'm kind of—it's kind of weird if I still hate on Venezia because they hired a loser once, you know. Um, but yeah, they beat they beat Sud Tirol on the weekend. That that region, or that Sinner. region where Yannick Sinner is from, very contentious among the Italian American community as to whether or not Yannick Sinner is <laughs> is Italian. Yannick Sinner won the Aussie Open. He's the first, I think, Italian to win a Grand Slam tournament in like 50 years almost. Like that, yeah. yeah. I thought he might have been the first ever. I mean, I think uh, a dude won in the 70s, which I, I was unaware of. Before our time, obviously. You know, I'm less offended that Yannick Sinner doesn't have an Italian sounding name. I'm more offended by the fact he lives in Monaco.
1: All the tennis players live in monaco i d- i even I who's from Montreal lives in Monaco resides in monaco they all, re- just, they all reside in Monaco
0: that irks me that just irks me more you know it's 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 a sensible move you you've got to go to where you could pay as little tax as possible and I think there's an ecosystem there where I don't know. I guess because everyone in Monaco plays tennis I don't know a bunch know of trainers is. go there I mean, it is smart
1: yeah this is but it's all the tennis players
0: well they're all European all the biggest tennis players in the world even are European
1: well like I said the one from Montreal resides in Mon-
0: resides in Monaco but they all should I'm saying I' but mean, I'm saying a large like I think a, a huge a huge chunk of the people that play tennis are in Europe I, mm. I mean this is the yeah. heart of the sport I mean it's it's a European sport at heart I think it is a European sport at heart And so, yeah, it makes sense that, I guess, the hub where they're all going to live and, uh, you know, try to not evade tax, but avoid tax is going to be in in Europe. I guess because
1: they're traveling. It's not like other sports where they have home games, right? They're traveling the world the whole year round. Yeah. So they don't have, like, one, I guess, residency they can kind of pick where they reside in.
0: It's not like MMA where you have guys in pockets all over the world Mm -hmm. that that, that play the sport. I mean, no, it is is like MMA and that people from everywhere can, you know, participate and, and and go through whatever organized channels there are in their area until they get ranked and get noticed. And you kind of play for yourself. That is true. You represent yourself, but it's not the same as like being affiliated with an MMA gym. For example, Mm -hmm. if tennis was an American sport, they would just go live in the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? because, it's a, there's a very European core to it. Yeah, Monaco's the one that makes sense. It, it, again, it's sensible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it just feels it feels a little it feels a little uh, oh
1: now that I'm thinking shitty
0: about it. That, that that this guy who reps you know a country doesn't actually live there. You know, it's like yeah, Novak Djokovic, man of the people, man of the people, man for the Serbs lives in Monaco. You
1: know, you know what other sport does it? F one.
0: Sure. F1, yeah. 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 Another very European vibe of a sport. The where the sportswear Aperol might advertise. The sports where Rolex might advertise. Funny how a lot of the advertisement for F1, I've said before, I'm not an F1 guy on the pod. I'll reiterate, I am not an F1 guy. I can't get up for it. Did
1: you ever watch the Netflix?
0: No, I'm afraid that would hook me in. So I've not watched Drive to Survive. I haven't seen it. I'm afraid that it would just kind of encapsulate me and then I'd start wasting time on the weekends watching races in the morning. Um I find it weird how I find it weird how it's a sport where fans are cheering for a team, but it's a corporate team. It, it, it's it's okay. We're a co- we're a company who's going to just Buy into the buy into the organization, buy a team, hire people, get one guy to be the face of it. Really, it's one guy racing for himself. That's what it is. It's no different than tennis or golf. But you have people, which is fine by the way. Those sports are are um, are interesting. I love MMA. I like fighting. I like watching combat sports. Um, there are guys who I find endearing. There are characters who I like to see succeed. But ultimately, you know, if two guys who I like two faces, not like one guy's a face and one one guy's a heel, one guy's the villain, one guy's the good guy where you're supposed to pull for one. No, it happens regularly that I'll watch a fight where two guys I like are fighting each other and I go, like both of these guys, all right, let's see what happens for the love of the sport. I could respect and appreciate that. What I find weird about F1 is you have a bunch of guys that just refuse to accept that it's a one-man sport because they always talk about how it's a whole team effort where the engineers have more to do with the performance of the car, then the actual driving of the car itself. But th- that's that's weird for me. Then at that point, then just race them manually, right? Or sorry, race them electronically. You know, it is. If the engineering is a, it is, is eighty
1: percent. I would say around like eighty percent the car, and then twenty percent the driver. But then
0: it's just it's just again. I get it. We got this beautiful machine. Let's see how this cocksucker executes it. Again, I understand how it works. I understand what's interesting about it. But the thing that bugs me the most is it's ultimately an individual sport and you have a bunch of guys that are pulling for a team repping team colors. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. You know? It's funny that F1 kind of caters to more like fancy advertisers but a lot of the people that watch it I feel like aren't fancy guys. They're not NASCAR level. Let's not, you know, let's not morph them in with Daytona five hundred cocksuckers. But yeah, it feels like uh, it feels like a lot of it feels like just a lot of rah rah men watch it, where it's like guys who like speed, cars. guys who like cars, guys who like mechanics. Nerds in that respect, guys who probably also like reading about the history of World War II, which is fine, but that's not that's not Rolex. It's I've int- never understood how the, the the brands mesh like that. I don't know if Rolex advertises with F one, but it, yeah, they do. They do. Oh, that's unsurprising. It feels right. It feels right that they do Moët Chandon, champagne or something. Feels like a brand that would advertise with F one, but it doesn't. I don't quite get it, but I get—I guess the European commoner is just so much more. Is just so much more tasteful of a guy, you know.
1: Like they—they they can have the Rolex, but they can also have the Marlboro, you know, on the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marlboro is more on brand.
0: Yeah, Marlboro would never advertise with like tennis, because tennis no. is a little more it's an stuck up. It's a little more of an athletic endeavor, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. Yeah, an F1 driver is supposed to go to the Riviera after the race and light up a fag, you know, type of thing. It's okay when you say it in that in that context for some reason. It's a great, it is, it is a great uh, term, isn't it? He's having a fag isn't it. Oh, shut up, shut up, love, and have a fag with your mother.
1: <laughs> with your mother.
0: Yeah. I'm your mother. Now shut up and have a fag. Stop being so drab. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think uh it's loophole. you could say it. Um yeah I th- <laughs> What were you you were going to say something before it's going to drive me nuts when I'm listening back to it. You uh you wanted to you, you you had something you wanted to say about like advertising in F1 or uh in tennis. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Look, look, man, look. I think the thing with tennis is, look, I, I'm not actually aggrieved by the fact that they live in Monaco. I said I'm more aggrieved by the fact he lives in Monaco than I am the you know aggrieved by his name being Yannick. I'm aggrieved by neither, but I'm not aggrieved, you know, equally. Right, it's not that I'm aggrieved zero on both. I'm aggrieved like zero that his name is Yannick, and maybe like like two on ten that he lives in Monaco as opposed to living in Italy. Because it is a thing where like you know you're repping Italy, you're an Italian national. I get it, you speak Italian, great, but you're you're kind of you're just a, you're just like a cosmopolitan uh, countryless European at that point. Anyone that lives in Monaco is a countryless person. No, by definition, I think they actually make you relinquish your citizenship in order to become a Monegasque citizen. Alternatively, I think if you have a certain level of income, I think they'll let you get some kind of permanent residence situation. Probably easier for Europeans, but, but yeah. I, I hmm. People are talking about Yannick Sinner like he's from Naples. That is funny, though, you know. Like it like let's let's not call let's let's not go too crazy here okay like he's Italian but he is barely Italian like culturally he speaks Italian he reps it good great but but it is a little bit funny to you know to see the Italian Patriots go full hey paisan on him on this uh ethnically you know Germanic Guy whose father's name is I think uh, Jens or Hans Or something to that effect I looked it up It's one or the other I didn't just pull that out of my ass I believe it's Jens or Hans Look at him, he's from Sud Hans Peter
1: Hans
0: Peter Hans Peter Sinner Great Hans Peter Sinner and Pasquale Esposito Two countrymen Cut from the same cloth Calogero Rossi And Hans Peter Sinner One and the same Listen, we have borders for a reason. He was born on this side of the border. We claim him. But again, it's not really all that deep. hes uh He seems like a good kid. He's a great fucking athlete. But, but the funny thing I saw after he won in the Italian community in particular were people coming to his defense saying shit to the effect of Chi dice che non è italiano... Probably, whatever, I don't. You know, these comments defending him saying anyone saying he's not Italian needs to needs to shut up, basically. And it's like, hey, hey, I haven't seen anyone say he's not Italian. Just so you know, I've only seen, like, good shit. It's like people are preemptively saying, dude, it's like people were waiting for him to win so they could say, well, because he's from, you know, the autonomous region of Trentino Alto Adige, wherever he's from. Where is he from? Just to be clear. Is he from Trento? Is he from Sud-Tirol?
1: I think it's the Sud-Tirol region. San Candido. What's it called? San Candido.
0: Where is that located?
1: Uh, it's on the
0: Austrian border.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So South Tyrol? Sud-Tirol. Okay. Well, anyway. It's almost like because he's from there. And Italians you know, from Italy, expected the typical ignorance, probably with good, you know, with, with with good reason. They expected the typical ignorance that they'd see from Italian-Americans, you know, to say, who is this guy? He's not Italian. I feel like guys were just waiting. Guys in Italy were just waiting to comment shit like, yeah, uh, by the way, not only is he Italian, he's more Italian than you, you're not. And it's like, who, who are you talking to? Nobody's coming out saying, disavow this guy, you know. But... <laughs> um. Yeah he's, uh, he's 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 a great fucking athlete He beat uh, Who did he beat Medvedev uh, Why did we cancel Russia To the extent that we gotta pretend That Medvedev's not a Russian Doesn't
1: show his flag <laughs>
0: Doesn't show his flag Yeah He's a man without a country I mean the, the, Honestly When you go move to Monaco You should all just be men without a country That's what it is That's what it should Be In my opinion You know how weird is it that you just get excited when a guy who comes from the same country as you wins a thing and accomplishes something? He no longer lives there. <laughs> he has nothing in common with you, I guess. But it's like so many people are just doing so little with their lives and accomplishing so little that they kind of just enjoy seeing another person accomplish something that they guess they look like or, or sound like. It's
1: It goes, it goes back to like... Just teams in general, sports teams, right?
0: You're getting it now. You're getting it now, which is why, what are we supposed to do?
1: Nothing matters?
0: No. What do we do? What do we do to make it matter? You've been on this pod for almost a year, Dilo. We gamble? We gamble! We gamble. Gambling is the great equalizer. When you gamble, it's fine. When you gamble, it's absolutely... Not only is it fine, not only is it acceptable, it's It's ideal. If you gamble now, you care. And you should care. If you care and you don't gamble, if you just do it for the love of the sport, that's a little insane. You know? Someone, somewhere cried in Italy yesterday when Sinner won. A tennis nerd who thought he'd never see the day. Not a country representing the entire nation, you know? Not a, not, not a band of footballers of 20 guys, you know selected from a pool of selected from a pool of you know hundreds, selected from a pool of thousands who who, who you know are, are decent enough players, selected from a pool of millions who've ever played soccer. It's not It's one guy, one guy who plays tennis who's barely from Italy. He is, but barely, barely, you know. Like you if, if he was from you know 100 kilometers north, and he was an Austrian citizen. And because, you know, Italian wouldn't have been taught in school, he wouldn't speak Italian and he would have the same name and look the same. Which is to say, like Rocco Siffredi, The most Italian thing about him, by the way, might be his cock. Yannick Sinner. For all I know, I mean, he's a tall guy. But but he looks like Rocco Siffredi, the uh, porn star. Who you're familiar with. I'm not. You don't know what he looks like. Why don't we throw up the both of them... Uh, one next to the other, we'll see if you concur, I, I believe you will, but, yeah, it's like, okay, a guy born on this side of the border, one of ours, he's ours, we're claiming him, he won, it's like, hey man, you know, you're not his family, <laughs> you know, your his family could say, our, our boy won, but, I don't, I don't, whatever, well, you got a picture of the two of them back to back, in which maybe, you know, no. I see Freddy is clothed, it doesn't have to be back to back, but.
1: Like what do you mean back to back? No, no, no. But just,
0: just, j- you could flip between two tabs oh, okay. here. Look at him, and look at Sinner. Tell me that's not. Tell me that's not a similar. Come on, come on, come on. Bro, are you kidding me?
1: Okay, a little. No, no, no. I mean, it's like a.
0: That's like a nine on ten resemblance, man.
1: I mean, this guy's a lot older.
0: Well, yeah, but he looks like he could be Sinner's father. I guess. Up. No, there's no way that Sinner's father looks more like Sinner than Rocco Freddy. hans Peter Sinner. Zoom in on him. Come on, bro. Not the father. Come on, dude. Zoom in. Can you zoom in on the father?
1: Yeah, no, that doesn't look
0: like. Him. Doesn't look like him at all, man. Is that his mother? Uh,
1: no, that looks like his sister, uh, no, that Maria like Sharapova. Sharapova.
0: Oh, okay. Jeez, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, this is really, <laughs> this, is, this is fucking, it's like he, his family looks Eastern European. Sinner looks like he should be fucking on the front lines fighting for the, <laughs> fighting with the Azov Battalion in Ukraine, dude. Well, anyway. Yeah, cool. Looks like Rocco C. Freddy. Sud Tirol. Sud You know... Who uh, this is actually a serious question. This is a stupid question but it's a, it's a real one. Who who's more Italian? You or Yannick Sinner?
1: Yannick Sinner. He grew up
0: That's in, a trick question.
1: He grew up in Italy. It's
0: a trick question. Okay, who's more wait, who's more Italian, me or Yannick Sinner? I'm an Italian citizen, you're not, are you? No, I'm not. I'm an Italian citizen. Legally, who's more Legally, according to the law, in the eyes of the law, equal. In the eyes of you, who's more Italian?
1: still have to say him. He grew up in Italy.
0: It's a trick question. The answer is neither. The answer is neither. The answer is there is no such thing as more Italian. It's either, it's a binary thing. It's you are or you are not. The art, so, and, and funnily enough, funnily enough, you know what that means? It means that some of the people that say, I'm Italian. You know, I eat bolognese, I'm Italian because I'm Italian. I grew up eating this shit. They either are or they aren't. They are right or they're wrong. They're not kind of Italian. No, there, there is such a thing as kind of Italian, which means influenced by, you know, influenced by whatever, whatever, whatever you grew up with. There is such a thing as being a little Russian, you know? If your parents are from Russia, but you grew up in, you know, you grew up in Texas, You're kind of Russian, but you you can be a little bit. But ultimately, it is kind of a binary. (laughs) It is a binary. You know what? No, fuck this. I'm going to just come out and say you either are or you aren't. Like Alex Galchenyuk. Alex Galchenyuk, who we we were watching before, okay? Uh, We were watching his arrest video from two months ago. It was from the summer, but it came out two months ago in Arizona. I mean, that guy's Russian. You either are Russian in your soul or you're not. You either are a thing in your soul or you're not. You either are Italian in your soul or you're not. I can't stop watching this video of fucking Galchenyuk's he arrest. He
1: was born in Milwaukee?
0: He was born in Milwaukee. That's the thing. That's why I'm bringing him up. He's a great example. So Alex Gal- Alex Galchenyuk, for those who don't know, is a hockey player who was technically American. He was born in the States, and he's represented the U.S. men's national team. But his father's a Russian. I believe so is his mom. His parents are Russian, but his dad was a hockey player, and he had... They had his. They had their. They had their children. I guess in the United States, or at least they had him in the United States. He used to play for the Montreal Canadiens. There were allegations that he did a ton of blow while he was here. He was like a third overall draft pick. He started playing when he was 18. Young girls fell in love with him. He fucked a lot of people. He fucked himself in a lot of ways, and he left. He's been, you know, at a bunch of different teams. He's made a lot of money in his career, but you know, nowhere near the amount that he, you know, might have expected to make. He was playing in Arizona in the summer. Or He was playing with the Arizona Coyotes, and in the summer, he was there during the offseason. He got arrested, blackout drunk, clearly on blow. Uh, just, again, this is just giving background info for anyone who hasn't seen this video, but I, I, I can't stop watching it. It's incredible. He's in the car dropping the N-word. He's saying, I'm a Russian. You know, I'll call Abramovich, motherfucker. We'll get your heart, your liver, cut you up like Bolognese sauce. That's actually not... That's the second time I say Bolognese in like two minutes. But he acts, that's a direct quote, almost. It's insane. He's clearly Russian.
1: He's, he's fluent in Italian. Is he?
0: Why is that again? I don't know. I think his dad played in Italy for a bit. I mean, he's probably not fluent in Italian, but we'll give it to him. He probably speaks better than half the Italians in Montreal. Did his dad play in Italy for a while? He must have. While you pull that up, you're not going to get a video of him speaking Italian, will you?
1: Just want to see where this come from. Alex
0: Galchenyuk, here's an article from 10 years ago. It's yeah. incredible how the how the how the tide is how the tide has shifted. An article from the Globe and Mail in 2012. Alex Galchenyuk, international man of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Flash forward 10 years. Alex Galchenyuk, worst human to have ever walked the face of the earth, probably, you know, is the headline they would run with. Um Anyway, I mean, this is a long article here that you're trying to extract information from. This is a whole profile they did on him, like when he just, I think, got drafted or was about to get drafted, buddy. You're gonna have better luck look looking up his father, uh, you know, directly. But but, look, man, that guy's Russian in his soul. So, and you know how I know that? Because while he was getting arrested, he kept saying, "I'm a Russian, motherfucker." And then the day after he got released by the Arizona Coyotes after his arrest, after his arrest, and I think Dewey, you know, his 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 DUI got leaked and went public. He signed for SK St. Petersburg the next day. The next day, he's Russian. Uh, you know, if you were really American, he wouldn't be able to stomach it. He wouldn't be able to go back to Russia. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have jumped the boat that quickly. He would have waited for some other thing to maybe fall into place. And and so, I would argue, yeah, it's a binary thing. You are a thing or you're not. You know, you, you are Italian or you're not. So, yeah, you're in Brooklyn and your name is, you know, your name is Pauly. Your name is Paulie Paulie De DeVito. I get it. But are you Italian? I don't know. I don't know. You say you are. They say you're not. One's right. One's wrong. You know what I mean? Am I? I like to think so. I like to think so. I speak the language quite well. I'm well versed. But more importantly, legally, I'm a citizen. So, yeah, I am. There are people that would say Mario Balotelli that would say excuse me that Mario Balotelli is not Italian. I was caught between saying it like an American and like an Italian there. Mario Balotelli. Um he's an Italian citizen. There are people in Italy who say tu non sei proprio italiano. So who's right? Who's wrong? You know. What do you got?
1: Oh, nothing. It, but yeah, it was you his father. Like, it was his father's hockey career in Germany, Italy, and Russia.
0: How long did he play in Italy for? Can, can you look him up? What's his name? Well, it was right here. Soviet and Belarusian hockey player, Alex Gutchin. This guy's so Russian, dude. Galchenyuk is so Russian that even though his father's from Belarus, he claimed he claims Russia. Granted, I heard that this is actually a thing that not a lot of people think about, but you know how the Soviet Union, how long was he in Italy? Six years? Yeah, something like that. That's a long time. So it's, it's a good-ass time. So from the time Maybe the kid was dinner, like, four or five from the time the kid was like four to eight, it's okay, whatever. You go to school in Italian; it's possible the guy speaks it. All right, it's probably in the back of his brain somewhere. Kind of like you know, kind of like Italian is in the back of the brains of a lot of kids in, <laughs> you know, in Montreal, and then they just lose it, right? Um, what was I saying? Yeah, there's tons of Russians who left Russia. Russia itself, modern day Russia, you know, where Russians lived. To go live in Soviet states of the USSR. The USSR, right? The Soviet Union was a huge agglomeration of a bunch of like satellite states. Kind of independent, but not really independent satellite states. Kind of like, for lack of a better example, kind of like, you know, the UK now with, uh, you know, England, Scotland, and Wales. Countries within the country type of thing. Apparently, like, when Russia added... I don't know Kyrgyzstan, to the list of republics. There were a bunch of Russians who just went to Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, so you ever seen a Kazakhstani person? We've oh, talked yeah. about Kazakhstani wait, people wait, before. on the pod.
1: No, I was talking about it with my friends because there's that one uh, fighter. What's his name, Mom? Um?
0: Shavkat Rakhmonov. Yeah. yeah. So he looks Kazakhstani.
1: So we were trying to think like, what does he look like? So like, he's probably he a looks, Muslim. He looks Asian. He looks kind of Muslim. Mongolian, kind of Mongolian. Crazy. Yeah. It's just yeah. such a
0: well mixture of everything. Well, he, he's because he's because he's, he's Kazakh. Yeah. He looks Kazakh. That's what they are. They're kind of they're kind of exactly that. Yes, I think most of them are Muslim, but then I think the Christians in Kazakhstan are just Russians.
1: Sh- Shumurodov. Yeah, like he
0: he looks a little more. Um, he looks a little more. Can I say yeah, he looks a little more, Asian? Can I say yeah, that they
1: have a little like? Yeah, a hint Asian of Asian. Them, yeah.
0: yeah, they have a little Asian flavor. Now here's the thing, you could tell from their names too, Shavka, Eldor, these are not Russian names, but they are also Alexis in Kazakhstan. Do you remember Nick Antropov, the hockey player, He played for the Maple Leafs for a while? I think he's a Russian, and he looks it. I mean, look at this guy, that's a Russian guy right there. Yeah. He's from Astana, Kazakhstan, or wherever the fuck yeah, he's Kazakhstan. from, some other godless part of the world. Where is he from? Not Kazak, okay, no, not, uh, not Astana, I should say. The city with is that a mosque, or is that a, or is that an Orthodox cathedral? If you go back a couple shots here, in this this town, I can never tell. A lot of the Eastern Orthodox ch- churches almost look like mosques. They're very close geographically, right? Just say, same, same, uh, you know, same latitude, different altitude, right? Just a little further north. But yeah, so there's like tons of Russians in Kazakhstan who just moved there. And, uh, you know, I guess after the Soviet Union fell, remained in Kazakhstan, remained in Kyrgyzstan, whatever. Some left, but some stayed. And I think a lot of those people grow up, grew up feeling like, you know, without an identity in some ways. Particularly in those places. Because once you get to like Central Asia, I mean, it's it's a whole different culture to like Ukraine or Belarus. Where, can I say they're basically the same? They would, uh, you know, probably be, you know, greatly, they would take great exception to that premise, but for being honest, genetically, very similar people, probably. I love it We're just getting into eugenics on this pod and, <laughs> you know, qualifying you as Italian based on your uh, eugenics. Look, man, here's the thing. Excuse me. Here's the thing. Okay. Tipped over the water bottle there. We good? The yeah. Camera's all right. Yeah. Great. Here's the thing. What is being Italian? Is it your 23andMe? Or is it whether you could speak it or is it whether you're legally in Italian? Because these are all different like lines we could draw. Because Yannick Sinner is legally Italian. What does his 23andMe say? You know? I, I don't know. Austriaco, who gives a shit, right? South Tyrol. It's a it's it's a fucking it's a it's a it's a Germanic region in Italy. It's you know, Val d'Aosta is kind of bordering on. There's a little bit. You ever hear them speak Italian? It's a little. It's, it's a little frangese. It's a little frangese, dude. You know, if Corsica were part of Italy, would they be? Would they be Italian legally? Yeah. What makes Sardegna Italian? You know, legality. That's it. Borders. That's that's it. Having a claim on the land. That's what a country is. If you got called there's up. There's variety.
1: If you got called up. Let's say you're... Don't do it to me. You're a great soccer player.
0: Yeah. Sure. Hypothetically, that's...
1: You get called up to both the Canadian... You have the choice to represent Canada or Italy. Yeah. Who are you picking? Who are you picking? I don't have a... I don't have an Italian
0: passport. I mean... Yeah, the answer is Italy, obviously, yeah, yeah, dude. Obviously. The answer is Italy. But what am I? What, 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 no, no. What am I? What, what am I, dude? Yeah. What do I want to play for? Do I want to fucking play for guys in Saskatchewan? Or the, the the people that follow the Canadian men's national team want me? Sorry, make me want to 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 to, to disavow the sport altogether. Unfortunately.
1: But if you if, on the flip side, a lot of Americans who are Italian, I think, would probably choose the U.S.
0: Yeah. Well, D'Lo. most people have been here a while. They've been on this side for some time. That's what you got to realize. And I've uh, I've made very conscious efforts as a kid to, uh, to 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 keep the ties alive. Your identity is here's the beautiful thing about being a human. You kind of could just create your own identity. You really can, and a lot of people are. I know a lot of people who are forging their own identity, who are saying their. I know a lot of people who are saying they're stand-up comics who are decidedly not stand-up comics let me tell you let me tell you they're barely doing it i mean they they go up on stage but what they're doing is not stand-up comedy there are a lot of people who who have had (laughs) more been doing it for a while longer than me but there are there are local people that have had more things happen for them in stand-up that are not they're not doing stand-up comedy this is to be right to be honest there are a lot of people who will, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who say they're, uh, they're an entrepreneur. A lot of people say they're entrepreneurs. They're not entrepreneurs, but they say they're entrepreneurs. You can kind of just pick your, your, your identity, you know, the moment, whatever, whatever kind of, whatever, you know, is calling to you. You, you can reinvent yourself according to your, 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 your convictions of the moment. And when I was a kid, I, I developed a really uh, robust Italian personality. In elementary school. I don't know why. I think it was because. I think it was because it just came up once. Like yeah. You know my grandparents are from Italy. In a French school. Mention that. No one else really was. In that one particular school. And through that I kind of. I kind of just. I I guess I. I, uh, You know. Italy winning the World Cup in 2006. Made a little prick out of me. I got to say. Because I came back to school in grade four. Wearing a a Luca Tony jersey on the first day. Because I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm better than you. Croatian kids in school, I'm better than you. You want to be me. I am this, you wish you were this. I grew up (laughs) with a fucking superiority complex. I grew up with an Italian superiority complex, dude. And because of that, you know, because of that now, there's... Listen, I love Canada very much. Um... If it was hockey, it would be a different matter. That's the thing. I feel a close tie to Canada hockey. I feel a close tie to Italy f- football. But, but conversely, playing for Italy hockey would be fucking mental, dude. It would be fucking awesome. You know? Defecting back to, uh, you know, to, um, yeah, where uh, where your family's from. That's what a lot of countries' hockey teams is, by the way. It's just whichever countries has the most Canadians tends to do well. Like the Greek, the Greek national team. It's not good, but it's a lot better than the Georgian national team.
1: I have a friend who got called up to the Italian lacrosse team. Really? Team, yeah. Really? Yeah, he's rebre- he's playing for the Italian lacrosse team. Lives here. Doesn't even have he doesn't have an Italian passport. <laughs> no, he has a French last name.
0: Yeah, no kidding. But he's how do they find him?
1: I don't know. I guess he got scouted, or I don't know.
0: They just fucking, they just have these like freaks, dude, that go around these arenas that lacrosse is played in and they just get like swabs from like, they get like swabs in the shower. They get like DNA samples and run DNA samples <laughs> to see who's got Italian blood. They just got to hunt down that strand of hair. <laughs> Who the fuck is playing lacrosse? That is Italian lineage. I played one season of lacrosse, dude. I stuck with it. I played uh, I could two have practices. Su- oh, and then you didn't, you couldn't make it out. Why too small?
1: No, I just didn't like it.
0: Too savage? Too brutish?
1: Showed up to like first practice. I was like, okay, then went to the second one again. I don't know. I just I didn't have any friends on the team. Or it's a real bros sp- It's a real. It's a real
0: frat yeah. sport. It's a real frat sport. It wasn't this is really I was my like vibe. 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played when I was like uh, fifteen, maybe. So it was full con- fourteen, fifteen. So it was full contact and uh, yeah, cross checking, cross checking legal, cross checking to the face. Um. Yeah. I, so. It's interesting, yeah. I, I know a few uh Italian Italian international ball hockey players. I was telling you, I think once, a few friends who got called up to the junior team. Um, you know the th- the problem with those tournaments is it got canceled. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. It's always a crapshoot whether it's really gonna happen. You gotta put yourself up. You know, you gotta take a greyhound bus to the tournament. You know, you gotta hope that everyone shows up on time. You're not traveling as a team, right? Just show up, show up to fucking, uh, you know, the Czech Republic. To uh, you know, you're bare, it's, you're going on vacation, is what you're doing. You're going on vacation. The, 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 a lot of these tournaments are not really, you know, they're for the vibes. They're not really all that serious. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be lavish to play for the Italian national hockey team, though. I mean, to be fair, there's so many Italians here. The Italian national hockey team fucks. They're pretty good. Like they're pretty good. Like like you watch them play, they're elite. Have you seen the Algerian team play? No, I haven't. A guy I used to play soccer with had to leave the season early to go play with the Algerian team. When I tell you, you know, I'd be the I'd be maybe the best hockey player, if, dude. If I was from fucking Oran, I, I I'm the best guy, the best Algerian who have ever laced up for them is this guy right here. If that's me, no, no really. They can't skate. A lot of these guys can't skate. They play B hockey. They play junior junior C hockey, dude. Junior B, junior like not good, not good, dude. It's it's like it's like a Make A Wish thing, dude. It's almost it's like borderline Special Olympics. Have you seen hockey at the levels that? Dude, dude, have you seen have you seen international hockey tournaments for like D list countries? I haven't. Like, the Madagascar national team is taking on the Kenyan national team.
1: Is this, can I look this up? You is could probably YouTube?
0: look it up, dude. It's bleak. It is bleak, bro. It is not good. Like, the, I don't know, the Iraqi national team will play like Morocco sometimes. The Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> what did you look up? <laughs> what did Madagascar you look up? hockey YouTube. And you got the Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> the cartoon in this um, Look up Algeria hockey team Hockey Algeria First ever goal in Algerian ice hockey By Hakim Bukaoula Hey he's from a Huntsig, dude This is men's league <laughs> He fell over like Bobby Orr Siren goes off It's like some fucking local barn You know, the Arabic commentary.
1: Wait, do they have have different color helmets? Yeah, they have different color helmets, dude. (laughs) Fuck, that's another thing I know. It's right, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. A lot of those those assholes have different color gloves. I was actually looking at pictures of the Greek national hockey team the other day. They got different color gloves, dude. You're just bringing your equipment. You know what's bad, dude? When some of those guys are walking with rolling hockey bags. (laughs) You just show up to play for Algeria with a coho bag. Fucking iTech bag that you've had for 20 years and you're rolling it in. The Greek yeah. team is probably not bad, dude. You got a couple of... Uh, I mean, they're not good, but they, they could they could play. They could play. Because there are enough Greek people... In Montreal alone. In Montreal alone to play for the Greek national team, dude. Yeah. Like, one, two guys from Long Island. One kid from Philly. You know. Yeah, I know. Greece is fine. But, like, once you get to Algeria... I, I mean... Well, you know what it is. There are are probably as many Algerians in Montreal as there are Greeks. Just none of them play hockey. Hmm. That's, I think, what it is. I do think the Algerian national team will see a surge in quality in the next 20 years when the Algerians who have been here for one generation have been here for two and they start picking it up. But soccer is growing here and and more people are playing soccer and I think fewer people will play hockey. It'll still be huge, but it won't be... uh, Yeah, I mean a lot of the uh, immigrants will continue to play soccer cuz soccer's grow they all they already they come here already liking the sport and now soccer's becoming sexier here um so yeah there's that but no i'd play for italy bro are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me dude it's not even close it's not even close dude i hear some of the stuff mussolini says and i go fuck i wish he got some of the other things right because of the stuff he got wrong yeah I get it. you know hitler's not a good ally but fuck you know like as a little listen as a little guy i would hear that and be like yeah nice Italian you know Italian Italian power <laughs> Italian reign Italian supremacy most of the guys who like put a, an Italian flag up in their gym probably would like Mussolini a little bit and you know they' they their their only real reason for liking him is their blood like Mussolini probably would have liked them too because it was a again it was a deeply racial thing. I don't know. Maybe Mussolini how great would it have been if Mussolini disavowed the ones who left. And he's like, "Yeah, listen, we we're not doing this." What's your, what's your name? Tommy DeVito? Yeah, no, no. We're not doing this. He's like talking about chicken cutlets all the time doing this. Mussolini's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not we don't got it. I, we don't have to do a genealogy test on you, brother. Just, just you live your life over there, you know?" Yeah, I'm I'm not uh I'm not a Mussolini guy, but uh y- y- you know, maybe maybe I how's the, you know, can I be honest with you? Like I believe I'm not going to fight the narrative that he was a bad guy and that he was a problem. I I do think like like the the uh the the, the, con- the conquest, the attempts to conquer parts of Africa are never mind the fact that they're uh, that they're problematic on a human level, they're downright embarrassing because they actually failed. I, you know, you should listen, bro. Honestly, I'm kind of more disgusted by the fact that Italy failed to conquer Africa than the fact that they tried to conquer Africa. What did they get? They got uh, nothing. No, but they, they, got, they got nothing. There's, there's nothing.
1: A quest, uh arrest. Eritrea. Yeah,
0: Eritrea. Eritrea, Ethiopia, oh, and yeah. Libya.
1: Libya I think yeah.
0: I think there was a there was a mandate in Libya for a time. I think the Ethiopian army held off the Italian invasion. I mean, look. As I I've said this before, I don't think Italians are a military people. I don't think uh, I don't think it's for them. I don't think military. Co- Did you see that Not video? I sent? what?
1: Not even the the cops.
0: The Italian cops. Yeah. Yeah, in a lot. General. A lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are just doing it to <laughs> doing it to fucking to drive to drive an Alfa Romeo <laughs> for the uniform, dude. It's always funny to me, in, like small towns when like when you're like from a family of like politicians, local politicians, or like you know cops, mm. right? You got cops in the town. We're a respected family in this little fucking ship ship box town. You can't marry this farmer. We're we're cops. I've heard stories about that.
1: We got pulled over. How nuts is that? We got pulled over while we were in Italy. And the, because we had the directions wrong, so we went around like this roundabout twice. Yeah. And the cops saw it, so they pulled us over. And they thought you were drunk? No, they thought that we tried to evade them. And that's why we came <laughs> okay. across because we didn't have our seatbelts. Okay. Yeah, it just made up. They didn't see no seatbelts, but they just said, that's why they pulled us over. Right. And they just let us
0: go. And? Yeah. And you came to the conclusion there and then that Italians shouldn't be cops?
1: No, it's just... They,
0: well, they, they, should import, they should bring down people from Sud-Tirol to be the cops, dude. The cops in Italy... Honestly, Sud-Tirol should just be... You want you want law and order in Italy, dude? You want to get shit done? You want to fucking clean up the streets? Get Sud-Tirol. Get people from Sud-Tirol. Get Yannick Sinner and his cousins to just all become cops. Okay? Okay? Because you're not going to get a little fucking Pasquale Esposito from Naples... To rep Italy successfully in golf, okay? You're gonna get the super athletes from the fucking Aryan Germanic tribe up there, and you're gonna say, "Look, you're gonna rep us on all fronts." Okay? We're only gonna give you guys Italian names now, but deep down, we know you guys are all Germans. That's fine. You guys are gonna rep us in all the sports. Like, you're kind of gotta go Chinese with it, almost. You gotta go to, you kind of go to like the Chinese government, okay? In an effort to like beef up, you know, athletic performance in the Olympics, right? For you know, patriotic purposes and such, we need to go about this thing where you, like, build an Olympic elite, like, athletic training facility in the mountains, in Sud-Tirol, just south of the Austrian border, you rename all those people, okay, you cradle-stash them at birth, but they've got the, you know, the German blood in them and everything, right, they've got the German, the German brain, you know, so it's in there somewhere, like, the, the, the German shepherd will come out, Okay, the German Shepherd will come out if you train them. They are killers in there, they are trained killers. They're the cops in any given city. The head of police in every major city has to be a guy from Sud Tirol. Okay, okay, Marvin Vettori from uh, close to Trento. Now, again, very proud Italian man. I think you know, it, it, Italian name who, who, again, these are all Italian people, by the way. There's no, there's no sliding scale. You, you, you rep the flag, you're, you, you're proud to be Italian, you are great, no problem. But he is, he is, um, he's from the more Italian part of Trentino Alto Adige, Sud Tirol. I think, I think Sud Tirol is much more Germanic than Trentino Alto Adige, to be fair. Bolzano is in Alto Adige, but they speak a little German there, but they speak Italian as well. It's kind of, they sing in that weird, like, you know, melodic sing song way. But yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of good athletes from up there. I think we might need to work that angle a little bit. They rep us, dude. Dude, fuck people from the Sioux. You're going to take people from Sioux Saint Marie and play them as, you know, play them with the Italian national team. No, 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 The Austrians. The Austrians. Okay? Build build a program. Build a program, dude. Whereby, I'm not even kidding you. So few people play hockey that if you just went balls to the wall in Sioux Tirol and got every kid playing hockey there, you got all these little German kids. We'll give them absurd names, too. Southern names, okay? Genovefa, you know? That's the guy's wife that's Insignia's wife's name, you know. Just get, they look again, they'll look like they'll look like Ukrainians, but they'll have like crazy names, okay? um John Maria. John Maria, that's a guy's name. Just god biblical names, dude. You know? Um no, Jacopo, no, 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 Samuele. That's not, my name doesn't work actually. We got to go like, what's a really, what's a good one? Giuseppe. Giuseppe is a good one in terms of biblical names. I'm realizing though there aren't a ton of other like biblical names that, that, that work. Yeah. um, Cause like Giovanni, Giacomo, Matteo, those are all biblical names, but hmm, There's not, a t- those aren't Italian enough because those are translated into like every language. It's got to be, dude, it's got to be, it's got to be like, yeah, it's got to be, Gianmaria's a good one, Gianmaria's a little northern What's the most Italian name? Marcello, Marcello, Marcello's okay Salvatore, Salvatore's a great one, dude Salvatore Sinner, <laughs> Salvatore Sinner Ciao, good stai? chiamo Salvatore You know, I think that would work if you you know. So we we just gotta we gotta we gotta indoctrinate these people into into this this athletic cult where all they're doing is getting up and training, and eventually they might upset Slovakia or something. You know, they could overtake Latvia maybe as like you know, like the eighth or ninth country that always makes world championships. I would. Uh, I would like to see that. I, you know, no. I I, look, man. You gotta play for Italy if you feel, if you feel, um, if you feel like a a tie to the country. But 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 it is possible to have ties to multiple different places. It is. But repping a repping a country is kind of this 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 really like deeply personal thing. Um. But I think, yeah, look, the fun thing about Mussolini, man, is uh, there are a lot of people who say the trains ran on time. That's a classic is people will say, listen, not for nothing. Yeah, yeah, we had Nazis in our, in our towns, but the trains ran on time. And it's like, great, let's just get Sud Tirol okay, to export all of their people to the rest of Italy, so that the trains run on time without the Nazi part, we'll get Germans in Italian society, so everything will run great, okay, and it'll be a really, like, proudly patriotic thing, where it's like everyone from within the borders intermingles, the Germanic ones and the Arab ones, you know, the Albanian ones, the ethnically Albanian ones, right? Like in Puglia, a lot of them ethnically Albanian. A lot of people in Sicily ethnically Arabic or Arab. A lot of people up north ethnically Germanic, Austrian. You know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe uh, you know that that'll be good. You know, integrate all the different little pockets of Italy. You get to benefit from, uh, you know, having Germans around without having to worry about what they're doing at Dachau, you know, without without having to worry about the smokestacks, you know, you don't need to fucking live with this cognitive dissonance where you say, yeah, if you look at the smokestacks, actually, you don't have to become a Holocaust denier to be a proud Italian, (laughs) you know, you know, it's kind of nice, you're not really helping me here, you're going to his Wikipedia page, I mean... What is th- what is this? How about this? How about this? What about views? Mussolini's views on anti-Semitism and race. This is the big one. This is the real issue here, isn't it? Italian, fasci- Italian fascism and racism manifesto of race. Italian racial laws. Yeah, the, those are kind of the... Those are the problems, aren't they? The problems were... Uh, The problem with him was he wasn't like, uh, he was a draw a line in the sand guy, you know? He was a draw line, he wasn't like a, hey, come on in legally. Like Trump's like, come in here legally, become an American, join the party, you know? This guy was more like, uh, no, you don't come here, we come to you, we conquer you, and we own you. I'm an adult now, I know that's not good. When I was a kid, can I say when I was, I don't know. 11 you hear about that and you're like yeah i wish there was an italian empire like there was a british empire because we just think selfishly i would like to be a prince what are you getting here
1: saying that this is oh the, hang, hang
0: on what's this tone in your voice it's saying that hang on is he misunderstood it's what
1: saying you? that he he didn't have a problem with the jewish people in italy and that here where to where I just read that
0: Hold the phone.
1: Mussolini spoke positively about the Jews and the Zionist movement.
0: There you go. He hated Hamas. He was a Zionist. Well, I mean... Seems
1: like the the alliance with Germany was just just like... It was a
0: strategic one. Yeah. He was a libertarian. He He was a... Listen, mind your own business. I'll let you mind yours. Do you think maybe? Hang on, hang on a second here. Hang on, hang on. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but do you think there's a chance that maybe Mussolini was trying to undermine Hitler from the inside? Was he going to backstab, was he going to backstab him? Maybe. I mean, listen. He didn't. He didn't. He obviously didn't have convictions that were that strong. He flipped like that, or the party flipped. I think. I think. To be fair, I think they killed Mussolini and then they changed sides. I always love how they. They the story about how they hung Mussolini on a meat hook in Milan. I like the alliteration of it. They hung Mussolini got hung on a meat hook in Milan. Gee, he did. They shot him and they, they hung him on display in, in Piazza Piazza Loreto, I think. And I got a haircut there in 2018. <laughs> I'm like, a, it's like I'm I'm like this <laughs> I'm like this fucking white nationalist who's like going back to Bavaria. <laughs> I just I went back to the place that like Hitler, that Mussolini got killed to get a haircut to pay reverence. Um, no, I just no, I I didn't. It was a the barber was black actually, so it's we've come a long way. Yeah, look at these pictures here, dude. Upside down on a meat hook, dude, like a fucking prosciutto. They hung, dude. This is how Italian this guy was. This is how Italian this man was. When they killed him, they hung him upside down like a fucking piece of mortadelle. <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, that's what the pig looked like on the weekend when we killed the pig. <laughs> you know what doesn't help the case is that a lot of the people that are fans of him have face tattoos. That doesn't really jive well, you know? But one thing that concerns me is that they study it a little more intimately, I think, in schools. And yeah, I know that history is told by, you know, people who have arbitrarily decided what the narrative is. But, yeah, you know, it feels like anyone that's, like, well-read in Italy is a little apprehensive about, about Mussolini. I think it's because of the um I think it's because of the of the um the imperial ambitions. The imperial ambitions are a little scary to some. But not to people who would like to play for the Italian national team, you see. Because they kind of get it. they actually wish Italy conquered more of the world. They're like, yeah. We we'd like to think about it, dude. You've been gone. Your family's been gone from Italy for five generations. You feel Italian. You have an Italian name. How great is it if Italy starts conquering the world? You're like, yeah, you see, I'm I'm with them. Here's what we're gonna do, okay? We're gonna put a bust up of Mussolini back there. We're gonna put a bust up of him. And we're gonna put a face tattoo on the bust. Cause then it's ironic. And it's like, yeah, we don't really like him. We're making fun of the people that, <laughs> we're making fun of the people that, uh, you know, we're making fun of the people that like him. I don't know. Would Mussolini be happy that Yannick Sinner won the, you know? I think so. You think he'd be happy? Who do you think would be happier that Yannick Sinner won the Aussie Open? Hitler or Mussolini? Mussolini. You think Mussolini would be happier than Hitler? Think for a second. Think for a second. Who would claim him harder? I mean, if Yannick Sinner won the Aussie Open back in 1939, that might have that might have kept them apart. They would have fought over him. Hitler, Hitler and Mussolini in a boardroom, just fucking arguing about who he belongs to, drawing different borders. You know, he's ours. He's yours. He's ours. He's yours. You know. I actually you know what I will do? I will do this. I will do this. I will actually look into... I will look into Mussolini a little this week, and I will give a read. I will give a read. Next week, I'm going to Toronto. How great. I'll just get a guest on and be like, all right, listen. Thank you for joining. I've watched seven documentaries of the last week from conflicting points of view, okay, about Mussolini. Some very much in favor. It'll be hard to find documentaries in favor. I don't know that those people are making documentaries, to be fair. I think they're just screaming a lot. <laughs> they're just doing a lot of screaming and storytelling. Maybe he needs better PR. I think Mussolini needs better PR. I think that's what it is, dude. I think I just figured it out. Because all the people that are fans of him, you can't. You, you they're they're not backhanded enough with it. They're too forehanded with it. They, they they talk about him all the time. It's not good to get a tattoo of a guy's name, Duce. You know, <laughs> Duce. It feels a little cult of personality when you do that.
1: Did you read this?
0: Wait, what? I was reading about Mussolini a while back, and he was apparently a very ecologically oriented person. Well, that... Hey, hey, listen. Not an anti-Semite. Ecologically conscious. Finish it. Sounds like a great guy to me. Mostly it was about an alternate... Wait, what? Mostly it was about alternative fuels and non-dependence on oil. There was a period where spices were an option for locomotive fuels, so he made the trains run. So he made the trains run on time. No, sorry, none of that was true. I just felt like making up the jaw. Oh, fuck off, dude! You just, man, come on, man. Dilo just tricked me into fucking reading. I, I, he almost sold me on Mussolini completely because he had me reading a Reddit post where somebody somebody was saying that he uh, he was ecologically oriented as a person. And he made the trains run on time because of uh, the price of spices going down. or something. I don't fucking know. Um, something insane before the guy then revealed that it was a joke. And literally, as I'm reading this, I'm like, hey, listen, not an anti-Semite? Ecologically conscious? Sounds like a great guy to me. I will say this. The problem with him was that he married the wrong woman. He married the wrong woman. If you're a great guy who's a little bit of a hard ass, okay... If you're a little bit of a hard ass on your son, you're a little bit militant and you're spying on his phone, okay, but you're paving the way for him in life, you're creating a clear path for him to succeed and and, and, and have a level of prosperity, albeit within you know a system where there are rules which need to be followed, but your, your, your wife, the kid's mother, is um, gassing Jews in the basement, we have a problem. We have a problem because you're staying married there. Listen, that's my wife. That's not me. That's my wife's thing. I love Jews. My wife, not so much. I feel like he chose his enemies poorly. Yeah. I think that's fair to say.
1: I think that's what he get a, what he gets a bad rep for is just because he was a lied. He he had an alliance. He was aligned with him, and
0: some fucking cucks just can't get over it, huh? Some fucking. And I guess
1: the fascism part too. The so. fascism
0: part doesn't. Here's the the fascism part is not good. We were, it would it really would be funny though if we got like a like a bust of Mussolini here. I want
1: to know how the Jews feel about Mussolini.
0: Probably not. Listen, probably not that sympathetic to the cause. Imagine if you found out that your grandparents were getting killed on mass, yeah, and mean, then a guy was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll align with this guy strategically." They probably call him a coward. I
1: just, just want to see like their point of view. Like, what do they think? Like, they don't they don't view him like, as Hitler. They don't view him as, like, setting up concentration camps. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. You
0: think you think they're coming out saying, listen, at least he wasn't Hitler. That's what no, you think. I'm s-
1: just curious as to, like, what their point of view is.
0: If I called any of the Jews on my fucking phone right now and I said, hey, what's your take on Mussolini, yay or nay? Yeah, I would I suspect. I like
1: they don't know enough either.
0: Should I inform them? Should I be the one to say, listen, listen, I know you might have heard what you've heard. And I know that the guys that are championing his cause tend to have face tattoos. But hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. He was a Zionist. Is it a little ironic that he maybe, hey, listen, maybe he was a Zionist because he wanted the Jews the fuck out of Europe? We got, I'm just saying we got to investigate a little more before we paint with a broad brush. Maybe I should tell them that. Maybe we should just put a Mussolini bus back here, dude, with a face tattoo. And, and it'll be like, it tasteful, it's like artsy, you know, it, Mussolini bust of his head, so that anyway, first of all, if I ever say anything like a little crazy, or like, you know, ironic, but someone doesn't know the pod tone, they see me out of context, so like, holy shit, is this guy saying fucking, is this guy saying what I think he's saying, is that Mussolini in the background, just to throw people a, a, a loop, you know, for a loop, you know. I don't think my grandfather would be, would be thrilled if there was a fucking bust of Mussolini. I think my dad would be thrilled if there was a bust of Mussolini in his basement. <laughs> if I move out, I think I might. Uh, if I move out this year, I might keep using this as the fucking pod studio. How great would it be if I just fucking <laughs> tell him, listen, when I'm gone, you got to keep the Mussolini up. The Mussolini stays up all the time. I don't want you taking him down. When, I'm, I, when I come back to pod, I don't want to fucking have to take him out of storage. I want Mussolini up blessing the space at all times just says duce on the forehead, you know? Then it's tasteful. It's artsy. You know? <laughs> it, says, it says fucking it says Forza Lazio on his fucking forehead. Maybe a tasteful picture of Mussolini's great-grandson up. It just looks like an inconspicuous picture of a footballer, but the, the real ones know. We're just winking, kind of like when Trump was winking to the Proud Boys, you know? They would say he would he would drop a line, you know? He would say he's going to be tough on crime and he'd wink to the Proud Boys. I don't fucking, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's the next step for this pod. Dude, fucking nothing's working, dude. We're still fucking a meager little podcast. Let's just become a full pro, fucking pro Mussolini podcast. Let's do it. (laughs) I was asking you before. I was asking you before when we were looking up like we had a long little extended interlude here where we are looking up different like different stories about Mussolini to to kind of get to the bottom of him and figure out what the problem was. Where we kind of realized that the consensus is pretty much he was a fascist which is not the best ist to be, you know. capitalist maybe a little better. Uh, uh yeah, I don't know. What other ists are there? That's about it. I mean, <laughs> honestly, fascism's not good, but if done if done tastefully, anyway. It's, Whatever. Neither here nor there. How about, it? Is it fascist to have laws? You know? I don't know the extent to which these laws weren't for. He wasn't putting people in camps. Anyway. I think fascism gets a bad rap because Hitler ran with it and made it authoritarian. I don't know that Mussolini was totally authoritarian. He might have been. He might have actually been. That's a thing that I'm light on. But anyway, we were trying to get to the bottom of it, Dilo and I. And um, we were digging up like we were digging up like stories about stuff he did, stuff he, you know, stuff he he failed to do like disavow the nazis. Uh, you know, that, that's a big one. That's the big one. That's going to be by the way the thing that keeps him off of this off of this buffet here behind me. I, you align with nazis? No. That's where Sam draws the line. Not a fan. Not a fan of people that align with nazis. To be clear. However, it is interesting it is funny to still consider it is funny to consider. Who would be happier that Yannick Sinner won the Aussie Open? We were saying this before. Hitler or Mussolini? You said Mussolini. I think Hitler. I think it's Hitler. Because Hitler was a big fan of the Aryan, Germanic guys. And he is, I mean, he's the poster child. I mean, if, if, if Hitler was going to pick a vice president or a vice chancellor or whatever, it's Yannick Sinner. In terms of a good-looking kid from Austria fighting over the anyway the pod's gone a little off the rails the last uh, the last little chunk of uh, the political talk that we've that we've devolved into has been a little uh, a little messy some of it might be too hot for uh, the cast I don't know that'll be for the for the Patreon Um, follow me at I'm Sam Adamo like the podcast If you're a fan of Mussolini, subscribe if, subscribe if you enjoyed this podcast and, and if, you know, subscribe if you, uh, like D'Lo are a deeply closeted, uh, a deeply closeted Italian elitist. I saw the sparkle in your eye when you asked me if I was going to play for Italy or Canada. If I said Canada, you would have fucking... You would have lost a little respect for me, a little bit, right? Probably. Probably. Why? I don't know. Because you have it in you as well. A little bit. I guess. A little bit. You think it, I say it. I'm out here fucking you know, taking advantage of the fact that I'm no longer on that seven-a-side soccer team anymore. I no longer need to modulate my, you know, is it any wonder, is it any wonder they were worried about the direction I would go? I mean, I should just clip the whole fucking, dude, the whole segment that we're cutting out, we should just take and send to them and say, having a great fucking time on the pod without having to worry about what? I don't know. Scaring you guys. Ooh, what, what's Sam talking about? Hitler. I love how they, <laughs> I'm doing the exact thing that they were probably afraid I was going to do. What's Sam talking about? Mussolini. Is he crazy? I should just put a Mussolini bust up here, dude. And say, racist podcast. Banned from my soccer team because of it. Fuck it. Self-fulfilling prophecy. You want fucking problems? Let's fucking cause problems. Fuck it, let's put Hitler back here. No, I mean, no, 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 What if I put Hitler back here, okay? if He's not back here, he's not on this plate. I have a Hitler statue, okay? But it's not because I like him, I face fuck it. What if I have a Hitler statue and I face fuck the statue? Just to assert dominance over Hitler. Am I a Nazi sympathizer or am I like a really progressive person? Am I am I uh, you know, am I, championing, am I championing the cause of of liberal democracy? You know? I face fuck it like a pocket pussy. I use it as a sex toy. I use it as a what's that thing? Flashlight. Fleshlight. I use a hit dude, a Hitler fleshlight. A Hitler fleshlight where you could fuck Hitler in the mouth just to get back at the system, dude. You don't have to like him. It's actually great. The people that like him can fuck Hitler. Because they probably get off on it anyway. Like him, they're probably sexual deviants. The bads. The bads that I saw actually it on like on
1: Amazon. Listen.
0: Listen. I would sell that on the deep web. To be fair, <laughs> Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler flashlight. Hitler what? What? Where does it say I can't sell uh, Hitler flashlight? What's wrong with you? Yeah. So either you love him and you fuck him because you get off on it, or you hate him and you're just like, I hate this guy so much. I need to get back. Kind of like getting back at your get back at your dad, being like a girl who wants to get back at her father who said you couldn't fuck a certain guy. You know, Hitler was a bad guy, so we're gonna fuck him. To disrespect him. Imagine how furious he'd be if he found out that years later people were fucking his face. You know? He'd either be thrilled or really pissed. Thrilled because he was a sexual freak. Freud would say it all comes down to the fact that he never got to lactate or something. Or he never got to a nurse. Excuse me. Probably. He might just be this, you know... Do we? <laughs> I love how fuck. We were so close to being out of the woods. We said subscribe to the pod. Now we're gonna now We're gonna come out and defend Hitler and say hold on. Maybe he was misunderstood too. If he had just sucked his mom's tits as a kid, it might have all been it might have all been different. I think he had a. Oh, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'll say this. There's nothing that could make me ever. Uh, it goes without saying. There, there's nothing that could ever make me like Hitler. But there's a lot that I could learn about him that would make me fascinated, at least, or that that that, that would that would intrigue me. He's an intriguing guy. I do think, at least with Mussolini, there's a bit more of a there's a bit more of a uh, fucking um, like a, like an argument to have over policy because he never actively participated in any of the bad things going on. The problem is he enabled it. And if you're an enabler, yeah, you're part of the pro- obvious. Obviously, okay, it goes without saying. But like. Like, Franco in Spain, <laughs> he was around for like 30 years. I mean, that might have just been Mussolini if World War II had ever happened, you know? You could see Italy being a country where there's just like a dude who never leaves. You could see that, right? R- right? Mm-hmm. Like this father figure type of thing. Just, I don't know. You could see it. I mean, it wouldn't have lasted forever. Eventually, they would have overruled him. The issue with Mussolini, I think the biggest problem he had was those partisans, those like, those socialists. I guess because Italians complain so much. That, that, that I don't know. Is it an Italian thing? Maybe. Maybe it's an, a societal, organizational thing. Like I think in Zimbabwe there was a fucking dictator for I don't know how 70 years, 60 years. They didn't do anything. I don't know how organized they are down there, respectfully. Um, maybe they just liked him. I don't know. But, um, This is just my origin story. We're going to end the pod out, but this is my origin story. It's like, hey, maybe I'll plant the seed. Maybe I'll look more into Mussolini. Then I just start going off every week. We pay tribute, dude. Fucking go full Paolo Di Cano. Subscribe to the pod if you're new. Thanks for tuning in. Alla prossima. Ciao. Forza yani.